The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a weekend edition of Busted Open Podcast Edition. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, along the way. And on this Saturday edition of Busted Open, we take a look back at Friday night. Both Rampage and SmackDown had plenty for us to talk about, including Paul Heyman on edibles and a hilarious Brock Lesnar. What is going on? We turn the page over to Rampage. No pun intended, as Hook made his AEW debut. And my, what a debut it was. We talk about that inside. And also on this episode, we hear from Mike Bennett and Maria Kanellis, two Ring of Honor staples ahead of Saturday's Ring of Honor final battle, the final show in Ring of Honor history. We will hear from Mike and Maria and get their thoughts, favorite memories, and expectations of what's going down at final battle. All you got to do is Sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Bust it open on a Saturday. Paul Heyman dropping some uh, some edibles talk there on a Friday night edition of SmackDown. Also, uh, as, for as much as I loved uh, that reference and, and Paul Heyman getting a little uh, uh, TVMA there, I don't know if you want to call it that, uh, but I really love the idea of a Sammy... Zane and Brock Lesnar moose hunting show or just hunting show nature show. Uh, but it, 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 my, my dreams and hopes were certainly uh, soon thereafter crashed Mark and it realized that Sammy and Brock aren't going to be friends and I'm not going to get that hunting show that I didn't even know I wanted until, well, they teased it. Damn it. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Sammy did not get the worst of that encounter. Uh, those two medics, <laughs> God bless their souls if they're still alive. Brock threw them as hard as you could see a human being being thrown. And uh, <laughs> it was out of their control. Uh, the ropes stopped them. If they hadn't hit the ropes, they would have hit the wall or ended up in the crowd. It was, it was crazy. 
I love the version of Brock that we're seeing in terms of that that comedic timing and sort of bringing that levity to the storylines. And then obviously with Heyman, uh, you know, making reference to the edibles and all that, it's all very enjoyable. Um, but but again, it's the edginess that I'm enjoying. It's the new wrinkles with Lesnar's character that I'm enjoying. And you kind of made reference to it, at least in terms of the edginess, Mark, that you feel in some level that might be in response to what's happening uh, on the other product with uh, all elite wrestling. Yeah. I mean, AEW is, is basically right now setting the template for uh, how promos are done, crowd interaction, uh, letting the fans dictate, um, where this, where everything goes, the the way that it used to be when I was a kid, and yeah. not to be overproduced. We've seen a lot from Brock Lesnar over the last twenty years. I don't know if we've seen this version of Brock Lesnar. The levity, the comedy, the 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 the, the, the just the ease at which he's the interaction the with with yeah, everybody else. Really, Normally, he stands really apart enjoyable. from everybody else. The only time that we got to see this Brock Lesnar was a very small sample size, which you and I both pop so major over is when we when we got radio uh, Brock Lesnar with the boom Money box. in the Bank boom briefcase. Boombox And rock. now we have the Boombox Brock every week, <laughs> full time, mm-hmm. interacting with the fans and him just him looking at the hard camera and smiling it, it does something to my soul and i think that this is going to be the best thing that could have ever happened to brock because brock has got a good personality y'all like he's got a he's very entertaining his timing is very good and now we get to see that because he's not stone faced He's not angry Brock all the time. Now, you notice when, when Paul Heyman started saying, raining, defending, Brock's face turned red. His expression changed. Like Brock can turn it on and turn it off. And that's, that's the specialness of who he is. But uh, I think this is, I just wanted to point that out, that this is a Brock that we've only seen one time. Uh, and that was a, quite a while ago, and now we get that Brock every week. It's awesome. As you talk about this version of Brock and 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 that that interaction with Heyman and and the the reigning defending and Brock's nuance and the look, uh, I'm glad you pointed that out because I picked up on that as well, and it's it speaks volumes to what these two uh, are doing as characters. It's obviously you know highly enjoyable. What do you think? that means though for the future of Brock Lesnar and and Paul Heyman because I still don't know exactly where Heyman's allegiance lies and and I think there's still maybe some confusion in terms well I it it, it lies with Paul that's where it lies (laughs) okay that's fair (laughs) If, 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 if Roman Reigns is teetering on the on the way out then Paul Heyman is going to be with Brock. If Roman Reigns is trending upward, and it looks like Brock is not quite going to get be up to snuff because comedic Brock may not be able to topple off <laughs> the, the, the planet, the sun, 
that is Roman Reigns, then Paul is going to side with Roman Reigns. It's just that simple. Self-preservation is Paul Heyman's greatest weapon. He always has went with the guy, CM Punk. Come on, man. He's went with the guy. Hell, he's been around with The Undertaker. Like, the, the list goes on. So, you tell me. You mean, you think that Paul Heyman will ever be on the losing side? No, sir. I, I, no, he, he never will. <laughs> he knows, he knows, he knows how to keep Paul over. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser, and I've got a new podcast, In Conversation, where I'll draw from 45 years of covering the Final Four, the NBA Finals, Wimbledon, the World Series, the Super Bowl, the Olympics. CBS even sent me to the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think you'll enjoy the give and take, so subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included in most subscriptions. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hook comes to an AEW ring last night. Hook making his debut for the company. He is all elite. Tony Khan and the official Twitter account making the announcement after a Hook's all elite debut. He is all elite. He is official part of the company. Um, yeah, the young man. I mean, I can't imagine, Mark what is going through his mind here on a Saturday. Obviously, you know, the son of Taz been in the business for so long, uh, you know, in terms of being in the orbit of the business, knowing the business, seeing the business, being linked to it, but not being an actual performer. That all changed on Friday night. Um, I imagine he's got to be riding one hell of a high, you know, just a few hours removed from what was got to be, a, I mean, a, a capstone moment for his entire life. Still very young, obviously, Mark. But, um, yeah, man, what a night for Hook. Yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a real good start for him. Um, I mean, he's been around, um, you know, working with his dad and, and – and, um, Right. Um, I, I think now as an individual, this is going to be good for him. It's good for his learning curve, too, because even he's a young guy. He got a long career ahead of him, and you got to start somewhere. Bro, why not start with Action Bronson escorting you down to the ring? Well, not physically, <laughs> but musically. Well, right. 
escorting you to the ring and having a win over a guy that's very entertaining. Um, like you, you, everything that, that happened uh, was a plus. There was, there was nothing that looked wonky. He, his, he, his face was serious. There was no ha ha, no gaga. He, he, he came yeah. across as a, as an ass kicker, and um, I think that's we got more of that in store for us. There was no ha ha, there was no gaga, and there was no wide eyed anything. Right? There was no, no. Oh, this is a big moment for me. This is something I've been waiting for my whole life. You know, this means a lot to me. This is such a monumental sort of benchmark in my life, and this is something I've always wanted. We didn't get any of that. He came to the ring, uh, like I said, sort of Muay Thai inspired gear, kind of looking like a a bit of a boxer meets a bit of a shoot fighter. Right. And uh, like you said, Mark, all business, all business, all completely aware of what was lying ahead of him. And that was obviously uh, an opponent and a challenge on Friday night, all business, Mark. And that is, you know, for a a young man making his debut, that's a testament to how probably, I mean, I I don't know him, but uh, probably how serious he takes the business and how serious he takes his character. And you were running in, you were running, uh, 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 you were talking about his dedication to his outfit and his look and his creativity. I mean, I think that, again, is an indicator of just how serious he takes this. Of of seriousness, of wanting to to be there for more than a cup of coffee because, you know, there's there's some people, guys, I'm... I hate to be a pessimist uh, because normally, you know, I'm an optimist. You know, I like the the positive side, but everybody's yeah. not gonna make it. Everybody that you see that comes on, they're not gonna stick. It's, it's you know, it's just the nature of the business. Uh, yeah. I, I from that first opening impression, I think Hook's gonna stick, man. I think that he's a guy that can evolve, and and that's the thing in pro wrestling. You if you don't if you don't evolve, if you don't change with the time, like you're gonna you're not gonna be around very long. Oh, and there was also interest in Hook before he ever even had a match. I mean, this dude was. I don't want to like. Playing with house money might be a little bit of hyperbole because I mean he obviously has a lot of work to do and he's not. I mean, he's not like the Rocks kid, and that's no disrespect to like Taz or anything. I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's not the same thing, right? So what I'm saying is, he, he's, yeah, he's just he's taking the best of a of a already really good situation, and he's capitalizing on it, right? Because um, there would be anticipation for any second generation, I think, wrestler on some level, but for whatever reason, maybe it's the the fact that Hook's been on TV a little bit, but despite not having uh, any matches, maybe it is just the lineage of Taz and ECW. There's this excitement. Maybe it's just the way he looks just optically. He just has a certain look that the public is drawn to. But, but uh, Mark, to, 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 to have that popularity beforehand, uh, you even have a match before even stepping foot in a squared circle and then deliver on it and to have people excited. I, I agree with you. I guess there's a long way of me getting back around to what you said. I think this young man is going to stick. I think he's going to be a staple of AEW for years to come because, again, he was already over on some level before he ever had a first match. Bro, he, he he's going to grow, too. Like, he yep. came by alcohol. 
He can't rent a car by himself. He's 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 still a young guy. You're That's 20 so years old, man. Like you got a long way to go. So, I, I can see him in the next three years uh, as AEW grows, being one of AEW's future stars. Like I mean, a legit, legit bona fide star. Hey everyone, I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Sawdust Podcast Network. Throughout the week, we're providing you with a vast array of betting and fantasy insight, advice, and analysis. Check out our library of podcasts, including Feed the Noise with me and the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Fantasy Fast Track with me and Brandon Fun Buns Funston. Any up with Howard Bender and Adam Ronis and Sticks and Stacks with Sean Drotar. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Ring of Honor final battle, the closing of one chapter, and, and honestly, hopefully, the opening the of another one. Opening. We'll see what the future has in store. To talk about Ring of Honor, to talk about final battle, to talk some pro wrestling, we got two of our favorites. They are Ring of Honor staples. They are two of the best in professional wrestling today, and they are a true power couple. Mike Bennett and Maria Canell is joining us on a Saturday. Welcome in, you two. Hello there. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hello. Hey, I, I hear Hello. y'all are uh, y'all are having a good time. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all able to y'all y'all escape the prison. Y'all are out there on your own, like like newlyweds. What's what? Uh-huh. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> well, it's so funny because you know, every, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I gotta go to work," and we're like, "Yes, work." work. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go on the road we could actually have full meals when it's still hot and we could sleep you know we're alone so it, it's a nice weekend for us we're at the point now yeah, where our kids we're alone it is an open ground for a lot of things that's that's yeah, how those activity. that's activity. how those two rug rats came up I was gonna say, baby number three, baby number three coming on the not way right in twenty twenty three. No, right now. no, I was not ready. <laughs> Mike, Mike's giving the thumbs up, and Maria's like, "You are out of your mind." Well, Practice. we're solving the world's problems here, and and we're maybe solving some of the Bennett's. I don't want to say problems, but we're writing the future for Mike and Maria as we get them here on Busted Open. But no, you said it right. It is the week of final battle, uh, and yeah, you've also you get to get away from the kiddos a little bit. You get to 
you know, spend some quality time. So that's got to feel good. Um, now, listen, as we talk about the week, obviously, uh, final battle is on a lot of uh, our minds. It's obviously in the pro wrestling world. This is a big deal. But I talked about it. You two are staples of this company. It, it feels good, obviously, to have some time for yourself. But what does it feel like on a weekend like this Saturday with final battle looming and, and with all of the history that you two share with this company? Um, I, I, I would imagine a word like bittersweet might be used to describe something like this. Yeah, I, I think bittersweet is the perfect way to sum it up because like you said, we've been staples in Ring of Honor. So when I started in Ring of Honor in 2010 and 2011, that was kind of my learning experience in wrestling. I had been on the Indies for like nine years, but then I hit Ring of Honor and it was an entirely different landscape for me. I, I it, it taught me television. It taught me how to be a better pro wrestler. It taught me the road. It taught me all these things. So as I'm coming to this show, I'm looking at it in this grand scheme where I'm like, wow, this is what we've always wanted. All the eyes of pro wrestling will be on us. And me and Matt Taven get to go wrestle the Briscoe brothers who we couldn't ask for better opponents. And then you go, yeah, but then it's over and that's it. And you're just like, it's that mm. moment of, I get goosebumps thinking about the match. And then instantly I tear up because I'm like, oh, you're just going to pull that away from me. But it is what it is, you know, and you just sometimes you just got to take it, take it for what it is and try to find the silver lining in it. Yeah. I, for me, um, it's my family, you know, uh, my wedding, um, at our wedding, we had everybody there, uh, ring of honor had, um, they had a show that weekend specifically <laughs> in Chicago. So the entire crew could be there, um, with us, all the guys, all the girls, um, Mark Briscoe gave the blessing over our dinner, um, at our wedding reception. Wow. So for <laughs> us, it's family. And, um, so yeah. as sad as I am about the wrestling and about losing, um, this, uh, this company for now, who knows what can happen. Um, I'm even more sad about the community right. of ring of honor and, my hope is that no matter where we all go, we keep that ring of honor spirit alive. Yeah, I I, I, I feel for you guys. And I, I hope that um, everything kind of bounces back in a way that uh, is going to be beneficial to you guys. Um, but I just want to let y'all both know, um, y'all are the cream of the crop. And the cream always rises to the top. You're going to land somewhere uh, until, you know, there's the final other shoe is dropped. Um, and I look forward to seeing where that's going to be. And I really, I, man, yeah. I don't care where it is. As long as y'all are happy and, is, and you can still do your craft, who fucking cares where it is? Like, go and do you. That's that's all I that's all I care about. Happiness and activity. Stay active. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we are excited about the possibilities. We've we found that no matter what has happened along the way, um, we find something better. Um, we find a new group to be a part of. We find you know new things to learn. Um, a new adventure. So we're excited about the possibilities. Even though today is going to be sad, it's also a celebration 
of everything that Ring of Honor has been able to create. So off of that celebration, I want to find, you know, another place that we can go and have a great time and find that environment again. Yeah. And I think it's cool because I'm having the time of my life in wrestling right now, even though Ring of Honor, everything's happening with Ring of Honor and everything else going. I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of my my time on the independence going to NWA, finishing out here at Ring of Honor. I was telling Maria, I just want the world to open up so I can go to Japan and I can go to the UK and I can go to Germany and I can can go to Mexico. Like, I just want to, I want to get to that point because I think wrestling is so much fun right now. And it makes me really sad that Ring of Honor is doing what it's doing because I feel like there's so much talent right now and so many guys and girls out there that are killing it that deserve the platform. Look, I've been fortunate enough. I've spent the last 10 years going from Ring of Honor to Impact to WWE to New Japan back to Ring of Honor. I've got to do this. And now I'm in a place where I can help the people who are who are coming up now And the best way to do that is on the indies. And I think that's why I'm loving it so much because I'm blown away when these guys come up to me and they're like, Oh, I used to watch you in ring of honor. And I'm like, I'm watching you now on the indies. Let's go kill it out there. And it's like, it's, it's so much fun right now. And I'm, I'm so excited to see what all these guys and girls in ring of honor go out and do. I mean, I know everyone's a little scared, a little bit terrified, but Mark, like you said, it, the cream rises to the top and it's going to be really fun to see who reaches that peak and who gets to that next level. Yeah, and Mike, you uh, you were talking about the fun that you're having. That's something that you've been sharing on social media and something that I very much enjoyed following along. Some of the backstage speeches and, and some of the, like you talked about, conversing with some of the younger talent and kind of giving back. Um you talk about it. You could be viewed as like lip service. Oh, Mike Bennett's just, you know, he's just feeding us shit. He's just trying to make the best of a, of a weird situation with COVID and the layoffs, but no, it really does come through uh, on your social media. When you speak, Mike, it really does seem like you're having the time of your life. And, and I think other, uh, I think other folks and other, other talent can look at that and use that as an example, because I, I mean, you've seen it all in this business and to still have that positivity. And not only that, to have that desire to give back, I, I it's not even a question, Mike, I guess I'm just kind of giving you a tip of the cap, my guy. Uh, it, it, it's, it's cool to see. It's cool to see. No, and I, that means a lot. Like I've, I've really made it a point where I'm at in my life after getting sober and being four years sober now. And it's like, you get to this point in your life where you're just like, there's so much more than what I want. And I think maybe having kids started to really sink into my brain with that too. But I started to look at everybody and I looked at my journey and I was like, if it wasn't for other people along my journey, I never would have got to specific places. If Bob Evans didn't take me in, I never would have become a pro wrestler. If Kevin Kelly didn't see something in me, I wouldn't got to try out at Ring of Honor. If Adam Pierce didn't sign me to Ring of Honor, I never would have gone on a national level and people see me, you know? And then if if Kevin Owens doesn't reach out to people at WWE, I don't go to WWE. If I don't reach out to Matt Taven after I get released, I don't go back to Ring of Honor. All these people helped me along the way. And I looked at it and I go, now that's my role because I have such a really cool life right now. I really want to just give it to the guys coming up and be like, hey, all this is possible. Let me just kind of show you the pitfalls to try to avoid them so you don't do what I did. <laughs> well, the, the common denominator in that equation that you just talked about in that journey is the fact that you were the fucking catalyst. So you got to put you in there. And, mm-hmm. and we've seen you work. Everybody know who you are. 
Like you, you're a dog in this business. Everybody, you, like if you died, if you died today, like on your tombstone, it would say a great wrestler that was well respected. So like you can't just give everybody else all the love, bro. Like you know, I I fucking know who you are. Shit, like you talk about joy and having some happiness and some some some. Let's get some self love too. Thing, man. Yeah. I always tell him he's his own worst enemy because he's just so humble. I'm like, no, yeah, you know, him and Dave LaGreca, him and Dave LaGreca should have a, a reality show together. Like, let's put everybody over. Hell no. Quit putting everybody else over. Get get y'all some wins. You and Dave need to get the stack of wins. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ryan, we're going to take hours. I was just saying, we're here with, with Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis, obviously two staples of not just the professional wrestling world, but the world of Ring of Honor final battle going down tonight. Uh, we talked about it. It is the ending of a chapter, but we don't know what the future holds. I think all of us have fingers crossed. Uh, you know, we, we see Ring of Honor going forward in some capacity. Uh, one thing we do know, the business is extremely healthy. Uh, obviously, all these streaming options, all these different organizations, Organizations. It is certainly not like it was 19 years ago when Ring of Honor started, you two. The, the, the industry is entirely different. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, everybody talks about you know, what era of wrestling this is. And I kind of think to myself, yeah. it's more of the social media streaming era because now everybody yeah. picks and chooses who they want to watch no matter where they go. If it's someone like Ruby, you're watching her at FET and then you're watching her at AAW and you're watching her wherever she also goes on the indies. And you can do that through streaming. And um, it's interesting. It is an interesting time. When I was searching for women for the women's division at Ring of Honor, it was all through social media. I mean, of course, after I had somebody in my sites, I asked around about them, but it was through YouTube. It was through Twitter. It was through all these different sites of discovering these people because we were in the middle of a pandemic. And I feel like that's what it's going to be moving forward. Yeah, the individual branding of it all, right? It's much easier to follow your individual favorites because I, I never has the business been more individual. It's odd. It's it's exciting for us as fans, for me to watch it. Uh, I would imagine it's got to be exciting for you guys as talent as well because, like I said, the options are more ample. The creativity is more ample. There's just more tools at your disposal. Listen, I'm going to get you two out of here on this. Uh, we talked about it. You two are staples of the pro wrestling world. You guys are ring of honor originals in so many ways you've been a part of that company for so many years i i just you know as we sit here on the morning of final battle and there's all this anticipation surprises are abound i know the pro wrestling world is excited on what we're going to see tonight let's look back over the past you know few years the past couple of decades mike maria what are some of your favorite memories from ring of honor mike i'll start with you matches memories opponents rivalries what stands out you know uh someone actually asked me this the other day and i it it wasn't even a match or a moment that happened in the ring because when i think of ring of honor i think of everything that went on backstage 
the car rides, yeah. the the talks in the hotel rooms, you know, all, all that stuff. That's we're family. And like Maria said, that's what I remember. And the one thing I remember was after me and Taven wrestled the Briscoes in Atlanta in a brutal two out of three falls match, Taven had gotten busted open in the match. And I was taking him, me, Maria and Adam Cole were all taking him to the hospital. But Typical wrestler fashion. Before we got to the hospital, we got to stop at Denny's. So we stop at Denny's and eat <laughs> while Taven still got dried up blood on him. And the waitress is like, what happened to you? And we're like, we're good. We'll have the grand slam pan. I'll take one of those and good. And then, then from there, we went to the hospital. Me, Maria, and Cole stayed there the whole night until he got stitched up, took him to the airport. Like, it's just, that that was the bond. That was the bond. Uh-huh. It, it's so funny. Like, all of those little stories that came up Only along the way. And, like, all of the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's all those little stories. Um, but for for me personally, um, it was the boys winning the titles um, at yeah. the first time, the second time too, but the first time for sure. Um, and just that that moment of just pure happiness. Um, and then handing the title to Roxy this year. Oh, oh my gosh. Her winning the title, the look on her face, the look on her parents' faces. Um, that meant everything to me. And then getting backstage and hugging Miranda and Miranda just overwhelmed. And like, we're trying to have a conversation, but really <laughs> all that's coming out is gibberish. And um, cause we knew, we knew it was a special moment. Um, and yeah, just this year in general, um, seeing Chelsea, Uh, come back from her time in WWE her first night out with ring of honor and her coming to the back. And she's, she said to me, I forgot what it felt like to have fun out there. And like, she was able to do that. She came back and now she's killing it everywhere. And that's what ring of honor has done for so many people. It's what it did for me. Um, one of my first promos in ring of honor, um, it was against the Briscoes, of course, and at the end of it, I said, I built this shit, talking about the kingdom. And um, it had been the first promo that I really, like, to, yeah, that's special. That's special. Busted open on a Saturday. Mike, Maria, thank you so much. And have some fun tonight, all right? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate we will. you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 